Hey friends, Stephanie here from The Realty Deal. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast about the 10 biggest home buying deal breakers of 2022. This article was uh, listed on msn.com. Haven't heard, their, haven't heard that in a while, um, but it caught my eye. I read the article and I just want to share it with you guys because uh, I do agree with a lot of this stuff. So we're talking to my home buyers, right? We're talking about the 10 biggest home buying deal breakers of 2022. I know that buying a home is a huge decision. There's many things to consider. So this market, of course, has low inventory and there's still multiple competing offers on so very many properties and uh, potential buyers are still like walking away over these deal breakers, right? They're not giving an offer because there's some potentially major issues with the house that they're not comfortable um, moving forward with, right? Apparently, according to NAR, the National Association of Realtors, they had like a confidence survey and 8% of contracts were terminated and the top reason for killing the deal was problems discovered in the home inspection. So if you are lucky enough (laughs) to get an offer accepted with a home inspection condition, which I 100% recommend that you do try, um, some things might come up. If you do have an offer conditional on home inspection, you do your home inspection, you find out all this stuff is wrong with it, you can either walk away, get your deposit back, right? If it's conditional on your inspection, if you're not comfortable doing the work, you can walk away, get your deposit back, go find another house. Or you can ask the seller to do it before closing date, or you can ask the seller for money off the purchase price and you can do it yourself, right? Now, if you don't have a home inspection condition, you cannot negotiate with the seller, right? Um, if you buy a firm, if you buy a house firm with no conditions, that means you, you bought a house. You can't really back out at this point or else you're probably going to get sued. So before you buy a house, get a home inspection. Even if it's not conditional on home inspection, if you do the home inspection before you make an offer, you're going to have some peace of mind. Okay. That's my little rant. Let's get into the article here. I just wanted to kind of preface if you guys haven't bought a home before how it works because just because you're making an offer doesn't mean that you can like automatically get a home inspection condition or know what's wrong with the house. You have to figure out this yourself because it's buyer beware, right? So major issues like foundation, cracked walls, you know, horizontal cracks, hate those. Um, The kind of scream like this home might fall apart, (laughs) right? It becomes a safety concern. It's easier to walk away. Buyers want to feel like they're safe and healthy in this home, right? So um, a home advisor survey of 2,000 homeowners who bought within the last five years revealed that these are home buying deal breakers. So the first one is exterior issues. So damaged or discolored siding, uh, chip paint or deteriorating bricks, they really do not make a great first impression, right? Um, Exterior work is kind of scary for potential buyers who maybe assume these discolorations or flaws will require expensive repainting and like time-consuming repairs that, I mean, could even trigger landmark preservation committees to get involved, adding a layer of bureaucracy. And... (laughs) As I'm saying this, I'm literally thinking of my friend who has an old historical home and has been meaning to repaint the outside, but years have gone by, right? Um, And what I mean by landmark preservation committees, if you do live in this like century, like an an old house that is deemed heritage, there are committees that might restrict your paint colors like yes, you have a freehold detached house, but uh, if you're under a certain zoning or this 
heritage, then you might have to um, ask for approval, okay? Anyways, uh, deferred maintenance is another red flag. So if buyers see that something has been noticeably ignored, they're going to think, what about the things I can't see, right? If you can see they have not maintained this house properly, there's a lot of things you cannot see behind those walls and they just get in their own head, right? I mean, if you've owned your home for more than, say, five years, think about hiring someone to repair and paint the house a fresh new color, especially if you are thinking about selling. That would be great. And I did read um, a few months ago that painting your front door and your garage door black could actually, actually just painting your front door black can add like $5,000 to your sale price. So I thought that was kind of cool. Paint your house, okay? <laughs> now, weatherproofing issues is another red flag. So listing agents, right? If you're a realtor selling a house, like I, I myself could encourage a seller to weatherproof their house before listing it we live in Canada. Okay. It's like the weather is not easy on our homes. Some people require significant repair or even replacement of the trimmer siding on their houses, right? Um, windows are huge. Um, you know, out of 30 windows, 21 required significant repair. Imagine that that's a lot of time on a ladder, even, you know, an enthusiastic DIYer is going to say this is too much time and too much risk. So, um, if there's like noticeable issues, water's coming in, like, of course you have to disclose this to your buyer. If you know there's an issue wrong with your house, but like try weatherproof it. It could be as simple as, I say simple, but like you could hire a roofer to put like a piece of flashing on or replace a couple, um, shingles that perhaps blew off in a storm. And now you have a leak in your house. Just do the things. Weatherproof your house. We live in Canada, please. <laughs> okay. So another thing, if you're selling, you may want to think about fixing cracked walls or ceilings. Cracks can be covered by framed art during a buyer walkthrough, but an inspector might flag them, right? Um, Oh, cracks, they stress me out. <laughs> I don't even like to talk about that. But you know what? I work, I've worked in Hamilton for many, many years. I've seen over 100-year-old houses. I own a house that was built in 1899. There's cracks, okay? There's even cracks in newer houses. I would be more concerned with a crack in a newer house than an older house, because at least an older house, I mean, the house is settled. It's not going anywhere, right? That crack happened 50, 100 years ago. You're good. If there's a crack in a new house, call the builder, see if it's under Terry on warranty unacceptable. I have done podcasts about inspections, home inspections and cracks and basements and horizontal cracks and vertical cracks and crack injections. I got to stop saying that word, <laughs> but it is so important to get the buyer's peace of mind with cracks in your house. You know, um, if something happened and the homeowner fixed it, say it, right? You, that you as a home seller need to make your buyers feel confident that the issue is truly fixed, right? I mean, walls and ceiling cracks could have nothing to do with the integrity of the house, but I mean, they do look really bad. So you can have a handyman plaster over these flaws, like as an easy fix. If the crack is more than a quarter inch wide or it runs the entire length of a wall or ceiling, it needs to be investigated. And obviously if your like stairs or your house is leaning or sloping or sinking, like check it out. Again, work in Hamilton, see these old houses all the time. I'm not scared of them. I own a house that was built in 1899, but your buyers, especially first time home buyers will run. <laughs> now, 
speaking of cracks, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about flaws in the foundation because a crack in the foundation raises two issues. The foundation flaws are typically a symptom of something that could require extensive and expensive excavation, engineering, heavy machinery. I mean, they could have to lift your house up, right? Um, like it could, like a crack in a foundation wall could, uh, you know, allow water into your house, into your electrical panel. Um, you know, you have to find these things before your buyer does, especially for your own peace of mind too, right? When buyers see these issues with the foundation, their minds go to doomsday scenarios, right? And like that internal cash register in their mind starts going haywire. So I love a good parge, right? If you can parge your, if you have a, you know what, no matter what it is, if it's um, concrete block or poured concrete or fieldstone foundation, parge that foundation from the outside. If you have an unfinished basement, you can even do it from the inside. Um, but do, do it from the outside, have the proper grading away from the house and, uh, yeah, talk to me cause I'm just going to not stop talking about betterments and improvements to your house. So anyways, flaws in the foundation heads up for that. If you're a home seller, look into it. Now, another thing that is going to turn your buyers off is a significant number of repairs needed. Now doing a home inspection, I'm telling you, there's always going to be things that come up. I've never, ever, ever done a home inspection in the hundreds of home inspections I've done that the home inspector says you have zero things to do. This is completely like, there's literally always one little thing, even if it's adding a hand railing or a garage door closer, right? There's little things, one or two things. It's one thing, but a long list can be a deal breaker, right? When these repairs pile up, it does cause buyers to wonder if this is what we know now, what else could we have missed, right? So anyways, like think about the average cost of a roof, call it like eight grand. Um, if the roof is old, like I'd recommend replacing it as a seller because buyers are going to pay more for not having to deal with it, right? Like you spend that eight grand, you're going to get it back. Some renovations are fun and worth a splurge, but others are not you know, like spending 12 K on like new kitchen counters is not spending the same. It's not the same as spending 12 K on a new sewer line. Um, oh my God, this is like bringing a PTSD <laughs> sewer lines. Again, these old Hamilton houses, all the sewer lines need to be upgraded if they haven't been already. Cause they used to have the old cast iron, but anyways, I'm not going to go into that hole. We're talking about a significant numbers of repairs needed. Now, um, again, if you're a seller, Think about doing, it's so funny because as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about literally every single seller I've ever helped when we're doing a walkthrough before selling, they know what they have to do. Like they've, they literally bought the house, maybe did a few things, but there's always sellers meaning to do more to their house. Now I'm not talking about like prettying it up and adding a new light fixture. Sure. Do that if you want, but I'm talking about those things like, um, that you really need to fix. Like if a a sink is leaking or something's leaking like these these little repairs are going to totally turn buyers off not a lot of people are handy it costs a lot of money to fix things so just get her done right talk to me don't over renovate i really want you to see the i see you get the best return on your investment so i don't want you to just you know throw 100k into your house because you might only make 50k on those investments so talk to me about your return on investment see what's a worthwhile um upgrade i mean you could just paint something rather than replace it right so let's talk about that now let's go on to the next thing of our list which uh is a lack of information from the sellers right 
Sellers would do better to over-disclose about the house. One of the biggest issues with these failed sales, which again is 8%, is a lack of information from the sellers. It just like leads to a feeling of distrust by like from the buyer's perspective. So you want your buyer's trust, right? So, I mean, I would encourage my seller to provide, uh, you know, reports, uh, invoices, even quotes on issues that won't be remediated before listing that establishes trust, right? If you know, you need new grading around your house and you got a quote last spring, or like you got a quote for a new driveway, show it, show it to the buyers. I mean, maybe not if it was pre COVID prices or actually maybe, but anyways, do not withhold anything from your buyers. You want buyers to trust that they're buying a sound, solid investment. If it's not sound and solid, just let them know and they could be happy to put the money into it, right? Now, let's talk about water issues because another fear and common deal breaker is mold, which is obviously triggered by signs of water intrusion, right? So buyers are going to wonder like what seeped into those walls or under the floorboards. If there are past mold problems, it's it's fine to fix them, but it's also very important to disclose them to the buyer, right? Fix the mold, but fix the problem. I, I mean, for me, it's obvious. And I, every house I go through and every buyer I tell, it's like the water comes from outside. <laughs> like, why are we still in here? Let's go outside. Let's see where the water's coming from. You know, a lot of the time it's just re, um, oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? Of redirecting a downspout, right? It could be as simple as that. Um, I'm clearly just like winging this and all my experience off the top of my head, but I'm just thinking of all of these water issues every single time it comes from the outside, unless, um, you know, a tap is leaking or something like that. Um, but disclose these things to your buyer. If you haven't fixed the issues, if you know that there's a drip or if there's mold, like sure, fix it, but don't cover it up. Right. So let's talk about the age of the home. <laughs> As I said, I own a house that was built in 1899 and I renovated it and it gave me a lot of experience, especially with like electrical, plumbing, HVAC. Um, I rent the house now and there's different disclosures when you have with renting and selling. But if you are selling, then um, let's talk about the age of the home because you want to know like, okay, for a perfect example, let's take my house um, that was built in 1899 electrical it was once all knob and tube if that knob and tube wasn't replaced i may not get insurance insurance companies want to see i think i think do not quote me it's in between five and fifteen percent of knob and tube that they will allow in a house they want none if you have a boatload of knob and tube you probably won't get home insurance you're going to have to upgrade that panel and the wiring before you or within a certain amount of days after closing on the house Um, But electrical is huge, mostly for insurance and, of course, for your own peace of mind. So be wary of that. If the plumbing um, is original as well, kind of ewy, right? Think about those cast irons that just, like, has had so much stuff go through them over 100 or more years. Um, You know, you want to see that black ABS pipe. You want to see updated plumbing, no Kytec. If it was renovated in the 90s, there could be Kytec plumbing. We definitely don't want Kytec. You definitely want to replace that for sure. Now, updates are usually in the seller's disclosure, but asking the agent and the seller for a list of recent improvements, totally not on a line. I love it. It's more about how the house has been maintained rather than the age of the home, right? So 
Ask them what they've done, not just the mechanical systems like plumbing, electrical, HVAC, um, but also even like flooring. Is the house insulated? You know, that kind of stuff. So um, recent improvement list. Love that from the seller. Thank you for making that before you list, right? Um, the next thing is kind of cringeworthy is a bad remodel work. I actually always say that, okay, maybe not the worst thing, but like the worst thing is rich people with poor taste. Literally, my clients bought a house for almost $2 million. It had just been updated, fully renovated that year during COVID. What do they do? Get the keys and get the entire place. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, ROI. Um, don't put money into it that you're not going to get back out of it. Now, bad remodel work, it just, it gets the wrong kind of attention, right? Buyers cannot see themselves living in the house with that kitchen or that bathroom. Now, I mean, the good news is that that eyesore won't usually cause the house to fall apart because, you know, aesthetic modifications, they should not be deal breakers, right? Look through the finishes and I encourage my clients to focus on the health and safety issues, not to mention the, the location, the layout. But when you focus on health and safety, it's easier for the buyer to understand, assuming that they have the budget to redo the work and the seller potentially lowers the asking price. Could be a win-win for both parties, right? So yeah, as I said, I always buy for location and generally for the layout because those are the two things you can't really change. You can change everything except the location. So never forget that. Do you guys want to talk about uneven flooring? Oh my God, my old house. It's so true. It's, uh, you know, it's common in homes that are older than even like 15 years old. Um, uneven flooring can cause alarm, right? An inspector can usually determine whether it's expensive or necessary to repair. A slanted floor could be simply the ground shifting over time, or it could be excess moisture, like leaky pipes. You know, what if your toilet isn't sealed, it's leaking through the ceilings and everything starts sinking? Uh-oh, right? So um, watch out for uneven flooring and get an inspection. Um, in the hundreds of inspections I've done in my life, I've seen a lot of them, like when you go in the basement, the freaking stairs aren't even like supported. So it's as easy as literally putting a post at the bottom of the stairs, but that's just like one simple thing that could be done. Uneven flooring could be a cause for concern, um, but it's amazing. I love unfinished basements because you can really see the bones of the house. Um, so if you do buy a house with an unfinished basement, I think uh, that's a great thing. And if it's an old house, you could even leave it finished for a year to see how the walls look, like if there's any water coming into the spring, stuff like that. But uh, anyways, those are the 10 biggest home buying deal breakers of 2022. Um, I, as I mentioned, am very, um, I have lots of experience with older houses, um, owning them, buying them, selling them, inspecting them, like the amount of dingy basements I've been in <laughs> probably gave me just like a little bit of PTSD, but <clears throat> it's okay you again buy for the location and you know what a lot of old 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 houses are in the best locations and that's just something that you as a buyer need to figure out if you're willing to deal with it right because at the end of the day the seller could disclose everything to you but shit could still hit the fan and at the end of the day it's still buyer beware so if you can get an inspection condition do it absolutely and if you guys are thinking about buying a house in ontario let me know happy to help reach out stephanie at therealtydeal.com and thank you so much for listening to this podcast and thanks to msn.com you're still around for this breaking news so thanks for thinking of me when you think of real estate and looking forward to talking to you guys about your home search cheers